Welcome to Thrones and Scones. No, no, no. Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast. Bitch! It's Friday. <laughs> bitch! And we're tagging season seven, episode five, East Watch, bitch, over breakfast, bitch. Mr. White, bitch. It's uh, Tony, Hans, and Jeremy. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, you guys want to do Breaking Bad next for the next podcast? Yeah. We can, uh, we can roll into Breaking Bad. Maybe, because uh, they're going to make a movie. Did you know this? I did not know this. They're making a movie. I think it's about Jesse after the series, which kind of bums me out, but it's happening. Spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, Jesse's not dead. <laughs> Never seen it. Oh, well, Jesse's not dead. That's good to know. I feel like Hans would want to do like an Office podcast or... Oh, the Office is so great. <laughs> it is so great. Or a Parks Did you... and Rec. <laughs> I, so I saw a thing. Uh, I saw a thing the other day. This will be the first year that uh, LeBron James isn't in the NBA playoffs in like 14 years or something like that. And so it was a bunch of things that was like, the last time LeBron wasn't in the playoffs, this is what the world looked like. And uh, just some of the ones I can remember. Um, nobody had heard Kim Kardashian's name yet. No one wow. knew who she was. Um, the Office was in its first season. Carrie Underwood had just won American Idol. Uh, it was a long time ago. George Bush was president. Whew, years and years. Good old W. It's a different time. It's a, it's a different time. Anyway, that's the that's that's when I pay attention to sports is when you throw an office reference into it. Anyway, we're here for East Watch today, the fifth episode of season seven, the final episode of this week, and I have a little plot action. Oh, by the way, we're uh, we're feeding our taste buds, keeping our mouths ready to talk with a little raspberry pie scone. Delicious. It's, it's raspberry pie, scone. but it's a scone. Follow along. Keep up. You guys want a little plot? Um, It is, so you know how we did two yesterday and they got progressively shorter? This one, and just verifying here, it is the correct episode. It's even shorter. (laughs) So um, whoever you just want the briefest impression of, go ahead and uh, give us a, uh, just, just in tribute, since it already got brought up. Give us a little George Dub. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it sounded a little bit more like Beavis and Butthead. Uh, uh, <clears throat> well, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what they say. Uh, <clears throat> fool me once, uh, shame on you. Uh, fool, fool me twice, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> uh, I, I can't. I don't know. In my head, my George W. and my Bill Clinton are kind of intertwined. Let me hear your. Let me hear Clinton. Well, I can, no, I can't pick one out from the other. They just both have the same voice. <laughs> they just mix it's, in together. And so I'm trying to figure out what it what. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, no, no, sorry, sorry. That's not it. My, I feel like my definitive George W. Bush is from. Uh, <laughs> Harold and Kumar, the Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> the second Harold and Kumar. Where Give they me go. Have you seen that one? 
Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, it's so funny. When they meet George Bush, that's for some <laughs> reason, whenever I think of George Bush, that's who I think of. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> think of the real George Bush. <laughs> can you can you impersonate the Harold and Kumar George Bush? No, no, I can't do either. But it's very funny. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> Daenerys. No, oh, God. No, he's not. Daenerys offers... <laughs> Daenerys offers a choice. Arya grows suspicious. Tyrion answers... Good question. <laughs> I feel like I sound like a wise, you sound a like wise a, you sound black like a guy man. on um, uh, SVU. <laughs> yeah, I sound like Ice T. Uh, <laughs> Ice T. George W. Bush. <laughs> tomato, <funny>. tomato. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, things happen in this episode. Coming off of what is a hella crazy episode, um, we get some more. Uh, we get some more ish popping off mm-hmm. and as gwen stefani so aptly put this shit is bananas which b-a-n-a-s would you guys like to start with today uh so one so you think this is better than the last episode or near nope nope not at all. yeah i say because i feel like this slowed down a lot i do feel like you get a lot of progression from a standpoint of like building towards the next two episodes but overall, it was a lost story for me. It was uh, it wasn't the greatest. Sure. Um, I didn't like Danny killing uh, the the Tarly family. Yeah, yeah. That, I was gonna I was that, gonna say from a from a B A N A N A S standpoint, I think we should start with Dick on. <laughs> 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 um, it just doesn't it doesn't Dick. fit the character you think she's becoming right it's it's tough there's like these wartime daenerys moments it's very very similar to that thing she has in marine where she strings up the masters yeah um it's like she's supposed yeah. to not be burning everyone to ash but that's exactly what she does raises some questions about maybe where her character goes next season I don't it's know. true it's true it t- to be clear though if i was daenerys targaryen I think I also would have done what she did. I feel like she gave them plenty of opportunity. She respected their decision. And then she moved on and did what she had to do to inspire, you know, loyalty, fear, whatever you want to call it, in everyone else, which worked swimmingly. So while I agree that, like, it wasn't the best way to make the decision, I am of a similarly moral, morally questionable character that I think was I... You know, a bit more blonde, a bit wet, better endowed in the titch region, uh, a bit more dragon heavy. I probably would have done the same thing. That's fair. I don't know. I just, uh, I think that entire section where um, is, is Ran- Randall's the dad, right? Or Randall? Uh, yeah, um, Randall. Where he's like chiding her of like, you know, this is a foreigner, you know, invading our country. I'm like. She's not a foreigner, you know. She was born there and raised there, so that doesn't actually go with that statement. Yeah, but I mean, like, don't you? She was born on an island of West Westeros. Don't you feel like Randall Tarley's the show me the birth certificate kind of guy? He is kind of telling you that. Um, and then the whole Tyrion uh, Kinslayer, which I don't understand how they didn't just get the whole Jamie Kingslayer thrown right back in his face at that exact moment. You know, it's like, 
or Jamie the twin slayer. That's right. Jamie the pipe layer. Pipe layer. Uh, I, I don't know. I I wanted this to be different for this. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it just didn't do much for me. I'm, I'm just gonna say it that way. Yeah, I uh, I do agree. I do agree. Uh, I I just I, didn't like to see the the son and dad die for. I don't understand for what their reasons are. They seem like they seem like good people who got dragged into a war and they chose a side that really didn't fit where they actually belonged because they were more with Olena in the first place. So this seems like a better thing for them to support. Right? Yeah. I don't feel bad for Randall. He's an ass. I do feel bad for, for Dickon <laughs> because, uh, he he just kind of seems a little lost and a little clueless. And he is obviously, he saw this void in his family, this thing that his father was looking for. He saw an instant into his good graces and he snatched at that. And I don't think he ever let go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's kind of here just, just because of his dad's stubbornness. I do feel bad for that. Yeah. That, that I, I think it's, it is tough though, because she did just make, we did in, one of the most in one of the recent episodes, she did just make a huge point to say uh, to her advisors, you know, tell me if I'm doing something wrong. I want to know. Yeah. Uh, granted, she did yeah. listen to them, and then things went shitty, <laughs> and now she's kind of taking it in her own hands. But now she's blatantly just ignoring their advice again. So I think that more than anything was what was a bit questionable to me. Rather than her decision to begin with, but it's hard to say. I don't know. Tough decision to make. Right. Indeed. Yes. Um, I will. We do go on though to then get a little bit more dragon action. Um, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to do one of my favorite segments? Uh, yeah. What is it? H- hasn't been a segment really officially, but we're about to make it one with this jingle. I'm about to create on the spot that goes. We're three guys. Yes, even Tony. He's also a guy, <laughs> despite some questions. And they all have cats. So let's talk about cats. Oh, how are you guys' as cats? <sighs> Good. Good. Kind of Great. a bitch. Oh, definitely a bitch. I mean, literally, Coco is the definition of a skank. Well, with your, your kind of bitches and your skanks, um, are you familiar with a concept when it comes to cats called the slow blink? No. 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 Allow me to uh, enlighten you. The slow blink is a phenomenon that cats can experience and that you can experience with cats. It's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> is this like an infomercial or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the slow blink of yours for just nineteen ninety five. So it's... It's essentially, there's kind of a few instances that you can tell when a cat's like getting comfortable with you. And it's when they like lay down, if they're laying down with their paws out forward, that's because they're ready to pounce, even though they might look calm. But if they tuck their paws underneath, they, they think you're a pretty chill dude. Also, if they look at you and they blink very slowly, that is also a sign of trust because from like a predatory standpoint, that is something that just evolutionarily, you don't do. Um, so you can bring this, like if your cat is just kind of chilling and is pretty calm, look at it and blink your eyes a couple times really slow. They'll probably do it back to you. If they don't, they fucking hate you. Um, <laughs> they're plotting your murder. Yeah, they're plotting your murder as we speak. And so uh, Hans, it's you have your kind cat of, with you right there? 
Yeah, Murphy must have, uh, her ears must have been ringing because she brought me a toy as we were talking about this. Ooh, uh, she brought me uh, Slug Judy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great cat toy. <laughs> Isn't it that hilarious? It's a giant fucking cat toy. It's, it's very big, big, yeah. It's a giant, yeah. She's, she's going to be huge. Ugh. She is. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. She's trying to bite you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to look at me so I can do it and so that you can see it. No, rubbing that head on you, kitty. I'm bleeding from my nose as well, so I think he probably got a little blood. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. All that cocaine. Uh, Yeah, too much coke. Too Too much much coke coke with our scone. (laughs) I did a cocaine scone right before the episode today. (laughs) (laughs) An eight ball scone. All right. Um, So anyway, in my conquest to continue to determine that the, uh, these dragons are 100% cats, Drogon 100% slow blinks John. When, uh, when John comes up to him, takes his little glove off, puts his hand out to him and Drogon's like, and then they touch. They They share that moment of electricity Drogon kind of calms down, and then it just close up on his eye, and just nice and slow, just blinks, opens back up. I'm just saying, I couldn't hear purring, but it was happening. But yeah, it, was it was there. Happening. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, that has been, we're three dudes, we're all straight, and yes, I did say we're all three dudes, even Tony, and we've all got <laughs> cats, and we just talked about cats. I think that's how it went. <clears throat> cool. So, um, do you think Drogon likes John or Tyrion better? Uh, John, I don't think we've seen Drogon interact with Tyrion. Oh, sorry, really. Tyrion interacts with the other two, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they slow blinked him to death. Did they? I don't know. I, I don't just remember, remember the one like nuzzling down, realizing that he was taking the chains yeah. off. And I'm pretty sure we should look at that again and see if he got slow blinked. We should. Which we so should. sounds like a sex thing still. <laughs> 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 It's just. Did you guys see that you sweet, sweet slow blink? Oh, we did. I slow blinked her well, well into the night. We trusted each other so hard. <laughs> I folded my paws back underneath my body so she knew that I wasn't a danger to her. <laughs> I picture like wrapped her hands like inside. Oh yeah, I snuggled down next to you. I rubbed my scent glands onto her scent yeah. glands. There were some anal glands expressed. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I turned around and I showed the butthole. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, you like it? Oh. <sighs> what happens after that? Let's see. Oh, Jorah's back. Yeah. Jorah's back. Good. And to express the fact that he's a new, better character, he has new, cool-looking armor. Sure. Where'd he get the armor? Who's to say? Maybe he killed a very nice family for it. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems fitting. <laughs> seems to work. Probably not, but maybe he did. We don't know that he didn't, and I feel like until we can do a full investigation, we have to assume the worst. Because yeah. uh, he's the worst. We just find <laughs> out, like, next season, we just find out he's just a serial murderer. Just the yeah. worst character in Game of Thrones. I mean, if you had to pick somebody, because you know how they say, like, you they were just like everyone's neighbors. They were pretty chill dudes. You would have never expected them to be a serial murderer. Who in Game of Thrones that isn't a serial murderer and doesn't strike you as a serial murderer do you think would be a serial murderer? Jorah, maybe? <laughs> Jorah. <laughs> is it Jorah? 
I mean, Jamie. the answer Jamie. is yes. Jamie? Nah. Now, see, Jamie would do it because he's clearly carrying all this stress, but he can't show it. So he's, like, secretly murdering all these people in the background. You know, like the like the knight, like, kind of Jack the Ripper kind of thing. Oh to stay sane. That's what's happening. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Speaking of... Okay. Of Jamie, uh, what did you think of the whole King's Landing, Jamie, Cersei stuff? I don't have anything written about... Oh! I do. Yeah. She's pregnant. She's a prego. Prego Cersei Lannister is a, is a lovely little pregnant... How old did we establish? 40 years old? <laughs> still still kicking, still fertile. What? Oh, I said the worst, I said the worst thought ever. I was like, uh, oh my God, thank goodness I didn't say that out loud. Jesus. Now I need to know. I know. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to save that for a, a time when we're definitely going to all burn in hell. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we're still salvageable at this point. Oh, yeah. Se- se- season finale. Season okay. finale. Okay. Or I guess uh, series finale. Series finale. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, Cersei, uh, Cersei has a little bun in uh, in the oven. and a little scone in the oven. Yeah, did you expect this? Little scone in the oven? Ooh, there's our t-shirt. <laughs> uh, no, I did not expect this. Didn't I expect like it a, either. I like a Do you think like that a there's stone? a twist that Jamie's not the father? You think it's just a dirty lie? Just well, to get Jamie to do what she wants? she's fucking other people, right? It's not like she's just fucking Jamie. Is she fucking other people? So the question of timeline comes into play, right? Yeah. How long has Jamie been back? Uh... Wait, back in what sense? In King's Landing. But returned. like since he returned from yes, being maimed or since he returned when she blew up the sept? No, no, no. Let's go from being maimed. How long is oh, how much okay. time has passed? A few years? Okay. All right. Never Maybe. mind. That's the thing. It's like it you don't get a you don't get an idea of time in this sense. But I mean, are you trying to imply that maybe it's Lancel? Yeah. No way. No. There's that There's was, no way. It had to be years ago. Maybe yeah. that wasn't. Maybe that was six months down the road. Maybe it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's not the only thing that happens in King's Landing either. We we see Gendry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gendry. I forgot about him. Okay, he's back. Gets that's his fine. hammer. Yay. Yeah, he's got... <laughs> so, <laughs> Gendry. Hiding in plain sight as the bastard of Robert Baratheon has on the wall of his shop, not hidden at all, a hammer emblazoned with the Baratheon sigil. Just hanging out, hanging out. Best of luck with that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Seems a little silly. Seems Seems very silly. But he does brutally fuck up a couple guards on their way out of the city. Hammer to the face. Hammer to the face. Guards done. It's pretty yeah, that, badass. Was, that was enjoyable, actually. Hell yeah. So is Davos uh, just not a good fighter? Like, he is a smuggler, but he's shit with anything else? I think that that's the implication, yeah. Yeah. Because I can't remember him ever doing anything in that regard. And I know yeah. he's lost some fingers. Is it for both hands or for the right hand only? Uh, For the one, yeah, his right hand. Right hand, okay. I think he's even said that he's no fighter. Yeah. yeah. I think he says it every five minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, He's just what a, a crabber's yeah. son. Just <laughs> crabber's son <laughs> with a, a workman-like penis. 
Really <laughs> unimpressive, your grace. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. What what else? What did you guys What did you guys like? Not like about the episode? Your your big your big bits. I think that my my least favorite part was them pretty quickly coming up with the legitimately ridiculous plan that hey we have to take an excursion beyond the wall to capture a corpse and bring it all the way back to King's Landing. Just so that we can meet with Cersei and show her a corpse. Because it's bonkers. And the fact that they come to that realization in like, I don't know, 30 seconds is ridiculous to me. Yeah, And the fact that it's not meant with, wait, what? No, we're not doing that. (laughs) Exactly. I love that that's the plan. And then it's almost like someone else was just like, oh, that's just, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Wait, did you write that down too? Me too. Like it's so obvious. Yeah, Yeah. but Tony, don't forget. It's a badass plot line for a show. It's it's true. It's a badass. So this, this whole, uh, and I'll get mostly into it next episode. But the idea, and this is the start of it, where they're given this quest that doesn't kind of make sense. You're like, yeah, I get how it can work, but it seems like you're forcing it. And then the group that they get together, and then the actual way they go about it, um, it is 100% just the weirdest and most normal session of (laughs) any role-playing game, uh, like D&D or what have you. Um, And I see so many parallels that I can't wait to touch on tomorrow, or Monday, rather. It's going to be good, y'all. Yeah, like, why would they even think that they can, you know, send this small group to capture something that is undead when this army is bearing down on them? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't get and it's it. not it's... like they're able to travel that fast. That's the other thing that drives me at the wall. How far is this army away? Because they've got to be close. And then, like, yet yeah, they have time to walk to them and walk back with something they captured, then travel to King's Landing. To be like, hey, let's uh, let's show you this thing that we've captured, all in time oh. to then fight this army. Oh, we are, we are gonna talk about timelines <laughs> on Monday as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little ridiculous. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it then. Oh, uh, bleh, I can't, I can't wait. Um, just a couple other notes here from the episode. The Northern Lords are getting quite restless. Mm-hmm. Arya and Sansa start to. Uh, butt heads pretty seriously and Arya is spying on Littlefinger who is spying on Arya spying on Littlefinger <laughs> and if the future episodes are to believed maybe Arya is spying on Littlefinger spying on Arya spying on Littlefinger I think so yeah, think so. yeah that's what I was going with does that, that track yeah. okay very convoluted um, thoughts on, on Winterfell uh, I like I think, Arya yeah it's fine like you said, it. I don't. Not to be spoilery, but it pays off. But I think like there's just a lot of it. Yeah, and it's like it's it's all right. Yeah, I think it has um, a little Carth feel to it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think little Carthy. The episodes like I, I don't remember thinking the episode was all that bad. I think season seven just in general is just uh, a little bit. Obvi- I mean, obviously a little bit slower than season six. Um, there's uh, like the last episode had an awesome moment, but. Overall, the season's been a bit slower, a bit more story heavy. Um, even some of the the extended plot lines aren't necessarily like my favorite. Kind of like this Lord Baelish, Arya, Sansa thing going on is fine, but 
I would have liked it a little bit more concise than it than it is, or a little yeah. bit less stretched out. Because um, they've really been pulling the Sansa Lord Baelish thing for over the from Three this seasons. was yeah this yeah. has been like uh, a long time. Um, you know I don't necessarily know if it feels like it needed to be that long. I do feel uh, like this season, and with the writers not necessarily having all of season eight, I think done in their minds and the direction they're going to go. They don't play the long game as well. I feel like, right? Like you don't see them building other things up for the next two seasons because they only have one more season left and they're going to have to close a lot of, of loops. So I feel like they're not doing as much kind of like uh delicate kind of like intertwining at, at this point. Do you? Yeah. Right, so you're saying you don't think that they have the finale written out at this point? I don't. I don't think they know every. I don't think they know everything they're doing at this point. Uh, at by, by episode five, I feel like they still have some things and some questions for how they're going to conclude some things. You think hmm. it is done? You think they knew the the end at this point? I mean, I think that they have to at least know, the big stuff. Well, I mean, so uh, there was the Martin was recently quoted in saying that you know the endings, he had given them four or five years ago that that's the direction they were going to go. But all of these minor characters and their endings was still very much up to them and, and would likely differ in a huge way from the books. Well, um, yeah, but that, yeah, but I think it, in order to tell a story like this, you kind of have to know where you're going. So I, I'm assuming the writers have an idea. I mean, maybe, writers. maybe, maybe they know endings, but then again, I think, you know, saying this is how the show or the or the story of the movie ends but then thinking of ways of bringing all these minor characters to a conclusion that feels good is also i mean you can yeah. just mass kill everyone and that's okay but i think when you interplay their stories and make it more uh, feel more connected in the world i think it does a better job and i think that's what that's where this season doesn't know necessarily i feel like all those decisions yet and i feel like next season is gonna gonna pick up so much quicker yeah the season i've found has really fallen into this trap that a few of the seasons have struggled into and a few like just two three episode stents where it's it it does feel like it's dragging they're setting up a lot but they're not paying off enough to kind of make it worth it in the moment right and this is the exact opposite of what i was expecting not only coming off of what we all agreed was thus far the best season absolutely and the fact that they cut it down to seven episodes so they're eliminating three hours of programming you would think that that eliminates a lot of downtime that really bothers me it's like why not give us 10 episodes it's not like you can't it's not like you don't have the ability with all these characters to do some really cool things yeah i think it's all budget at this point they're not making enough billions. Well, they're just spending so much per episode. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gotta be paying off. It's like I mean, by season seven, how I wonder how much viewers they had doubled at this point. Yeah, maybe. Just and also just in case in case anyone forgot, because at this point, you'd be forgiven. Um we've seen the dragons a lot. They're not shying away from the dragons. Um anyone wanna guess the last time we saw Ghost? Because it's not dead. Uh, it's fine. It's been a while, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know when it was. It it has been a long time. 
it so was I think it was probably the episode that John came back to life. So oh, yeah, season yeah. six, episode two, three. That's three. Really? No, three. That's, yeah, that's weird. Uh, season six, episode three. He comes back at the very end of episode two, but we see Ghost in episode three. So uh, it's been more than a season since wow. we have seen Ghost, and John has gone so many places. And the wolf is not going with him, and no one's watching him. Maybe he is dead because he, he's not been fed. I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. Know. It has think, to be more expensive to show the dragons than the wolf, right? I think right. he. Uh, <coughs> I think he's slotted as a character in season eight, according to IMDb. Ooh. <laughs> so who's, who's voice and ghost? Spoilers. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. If you had to cast somebody to play Ghost. Oh. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I could get behind that. <laughs> Purple that, and Anything else from episode five here? Um, again, we get, a, we get this weird D&D party coming together at the end. Jorah, Tormund, Gendry. It's such a ridiculous... <laughs> yeah, just John. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Barrick Dundarian, Thoros Mir, Barrick, <laughs> and the Hound. It's such a just a fan servicey <laughs> bullshit. It it's a fan little. It's literally like they were making. Uh, I do like the little. Uh, I think my. It's. I don't even know what my favorite part of this episode is. I just. I. I when I watched it, I tried to pick one. I kind of went back and I was like, ah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I'll think about it. And then I, even thinking about it again, I, I guess I like the, again, I didn't think the episode was overall bad by any means. A little slow, nothing like crazy, crazy. Um, I do like the Gendry part, I guess. Gendry and Davos, when Gendry just wrecks some dudes with the hammer is cool. Good to see yeah. Gendry back. I've always thought he was a decent character. He's fine. fine. I, it feels like just from the weight they put on the scene, because that was kind of like the mid episode crutch was like you know that was kind of carrying you emotionally through it seems like they're thinking we care about gendry more than we do which again i don't dislike gendry but he's not main character level as they're trying to like make him no um i like the i like the part where john and the john and the dragon's fine um i did like the part which is very quick in this episode we go back and see we see sam and gilly um, and then oh, yeah. we subtly hear Gilly mention, uh, <laughs> Rhaegar's annulment and remarriage. And you just hear her say that. And at the time, Sam is absolutely ignoring her and not listening to her at all and totally all. throws her off. Yet later, spoilers, apparently he was listening very well. <laughs> yeah. So, and not um, only, yeah, cause not only... Because she she starts to say it and blah 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 and he kind of cuts her off. Um, not only was he listening, but he apparently then went back and read it or something because he follows it up with not only the fact that the marriage was annulled, but that a second marriage was performed to uh, Lyanna Stark. Oh yeah, yeah, that it was uh, specific because I think she does say something about a remarriage, but she doesn't say to who. I don't believe. Right. Which yeah. I guess you know who else, but <laughs> right. Still. Um, but I think everyone is also missing the point. And again, this is a couple episodes ahead. But Sansa, Sansa, 
was just forced into a marriage against her will. So the fact that there's just a marriage record and everyone's now like, oh my gosh, it was a, they were in love. We don't know that. I mean, I guess we do know that because Brand saw it, but still, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Oh, no, oh I have Brand, my own. Brand I have shut my, down conspiracy theories since day one. I have uh, some very strong opinions about that scene that we go back to, but we'll talk about that one, that when we get there. So I'll let the suspense build. I can't wait. Build, build it up. No, you d- don't relieve the tension. Pretend this is that episode of Seinfeld. No one touch yourself until uh, we come back next week and start talking about Game of Thrones on Monday with uh, Season 7, Episode 6. And things going to be a little different next week as well. Just a heads up, because, I don't know if you boys know this, we're running out of episodes. <laughs> we're running uh, out quick. We, we, we came up with the idea to hit every Game of Thrones episode. And the first week that we did it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. And the second week that we were doing it, I was like, this will kill us. <laughs> yep, yep. And make sure, again, uh, we only have a couple of episodes left, but tell your friends, tell everyone, tell people who aren't your friends, get them listening, because we are not hitting the numbers we promised our investors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And... Uh, And and I'm going to tell you, that contract was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Those were some rough conference calls. (laughs) Um, I very much like my kneecaps and all three of my kids and (laughs) would like to continue being able to support them both on my shoulders with working kneecaps and financially with their continued existence in this world. (laughs) Anyway, um, so next week we're going to be doing uh, season seven, episode six on Monday. We will be off on Tuesday. We'll hit the final episode of season seven on Wednesday. And then we will uh, we will see if we can get Rob in for our season finale on Friday. And then we will have some uh, exciting stuff after that ahead of the new season that uh, we'll touch on maybe a little bit later. But for now, Jeremy, your dessert, breakfast, hybrid concoction, Frankenstein of death thing tell me about that raspberry pie scone so imagine if you had a pie and you cut into it and there was a raspberry scone inside because that's exactly Mm. what this looks like it actually has a piece of pie crust on top of it and is it a scone um it's uh it's pretty delicious i like raspberries it's a little dry which is kind of sounds like a lot of bread it is but so growing up, like one of the best things my grandmother ever made was, <laughs> you know, when you have like the pie crust left over and you put it in the bakery or the bakery, oh my God, in the oven and you would put some cinnamon sugar on it. Like that was only, only Jeremy's reviews, uh, lead, lead to the, were the phrase growing up. <laughs> let, let me start, <laughs> let me start from the beginning. <laughs> so this is like, so know, I'm being birthed. <laughs> just coming like out the canal and the first smell that hits my nose. <laughs> I just realized for the first time that I had a twin. You can hit up thronesandscones.com we if you want to hear and, more uh, about things. This and find the episodes stone. we've done, the episodes we have it yet to just, do. It and we will, of course, all catch the right you places. on Monday. I feel like if you Are don't you down enjoy with GOT? Yeah, you, you know, know me. Like little, little small nibbles. Little scrumptious. Um, num, num. Did you say little small nipples? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bing. <laughs> High shelf. Oh. Top it. Oh. 
just I'm just trying not to bleed all over the place that whole episode. I have constant nosebleeds, but they come in these weird stints that last for I think the longest stint is like eh, was probably like six months. And when I say constant, I mean like once a day at its worst four, five times a day, but then huge dry spells. Like I think this has been happening for like a week now. And before this, nothing in a year. Very odd. Do you have allergies? No. And it's not seasonally specific or like regionally specific. Like I thought surely when it's super dry out, that'll affect it. Um, but when it got really bad, actually, was when I moved to Florida the first time. Mm. And then now, you know, spring is back. The dryness is gone again. Maybe my nose hates moisture. It doesn't know what to do, so it just bleeds. doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I've gotten really good at rolling up uh, single plies of toilet paper into the perfect little nose buffers and figuring out just the perfect amount of Kleenex to rip out of my nose to stuff into or to rip out stuff into my nose so that it doesn't hang out and I look like an idiot. I guess that's a life skill. I think that is, yeah. Definitely. How hot how how hot do you keep your apartment? Uh it is currently I can't see the thermometer, but I don't have anything heating or air on, so it's pretty temperate. Take some sweet sweet Vaseline and put it in your nose tonight. It'll help. I don't have any. Perhaps oh. I should go get some. Go get some butter and put it in your nose. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all out. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all, I've got some oranges. <laughs> uh, but anyway, speaking of serial murderers <laughs> oh, yeah. in that episode, uh, any, other, any, other, uh, any other issues with thinking you're about to be murdered, Tony? Preparing oh, recently? for your death? Yeah. Uh, I assume this just happens every time you're in public. <laughs> it does happen a lot. I'm trying to think of notable except because now it's just, it's so fast in my mind. Yeah. That it only usually takes note if it's like particularly odd or like if I catch myself thinking about it and go, wait, why am I? It's just yeah. an old lady, Tony. <laughs> but um, no, I, I actually don't think. Recently, I can't, uh, I, I have been running a lot, so most of my things as of right now are like just, just out running because oh, really? it's going to take more of my physical energy to reverse my momentum and start, you know, punching this guy to death. So just keep running. Oh, you think you would just keep, you just outrun him? Yeah. Well, so yeah, fight or flight. I'm already flighting. So why fight? Yeah. Why fight? You just keep going. Plus, I have this, I think it's a mentality a lot of people have, like people who have never been in a fight, but think that if it came down to it, that maybe they could win a fight. And on the one hand, I'm 100% certain I would lose any fight. And on mm. the other hand, I know I would win. <laughs> so, so, so it's really tough. Um, but the same is true for running. I'm not a particularly fast runner, but I feel like if my life were on the line, I could hit Olympic speed. <laughs> I... Yeah, <laughs> I've told you this before, Tony. Uh, for anyone who who has seen me, knows me, very skinny guy, 
there's no way I'm winning any fight. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> if it's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have also thought this in my mind that, of course, like, I have the same mentality that it's like, if I get in a fight, I'm gonna, obviously I'd win, you know? Like, you, yeah. you, no I'm one, crazy. I'm crazy. So then my strategy is, is just, it's just to be the, at, like, the second that fight even, just the second there's even a whiff that there might potentially be a fight. You just go insane, <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is my plan. And you just like, you go, you go, turn it up to 11. You, mm. the, the only phrases you start saying <laughs> is, is that you're, you're going <laughs> to, you're, you're going to mutilate <laughs> and eat this guy's, <laughs> you're going to mutilate and eat this guy's penis. <laughs> And you just like you just <laughs> you just keep obsessing over it, and just like you keep saying it, and you just that's gonna turn that fight around very quickly. Like that dude's not gonna want to fight. Who are you gonna want to fight? You want to go up against someone who you think's gonna give you a fair fight, or you want to go up against the guy who literally said he's gonna eat your penis? <laughs> I think verbiage is so important too, because like you have to say penis. Yeah, <laughs> because if you if, if if you say dick, cock, or anything like that's just like that's you're getting out aggression. But yeah, penis yeah. is calculated. <laughs> no, yeah, it has to be calculated. There has to just be just there's got to be obvious intent, you know. Mm. Uh, and you just gotta you gotta go insane. You gotta break the bottle. You gotta let them know that there's a you're gonna get that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's the thing are you prepared to follow through (laughs) oh yeah absolutely i think to what extent are you willing to continue this charade i've actually talked about this multiple times with people (laughs) uh and i have uh and i've thought about it you know and uh i think if you're if you're in that deep first of all your adrenaline's pumping and you should uh, rip it off like bare hand rip off i mean i think i mean you've given them fair warning i think you gotta follow through but how just assume that there are a majority of people walking around in the street. They are wearing jeans. What's your go? Sure. What's your move? Uh, <laughs> I think first, I don't know, actually. I haven't thought that deep into it. I think you just use your box cutter and you just go. You just one little swipe and you, know, yeah, you break fair. it. You rip I was it thinking down, more along. You grab hold of the shaft. You come across the shaft. My thing is know? like, do you think? Do you, you put think- it in your mouth? You, you chew on it. You can gnaw up, on it a little bit. The other thing, too, <laughs> is like do, no one wears their jeans that tight, right? Like I'm going to be able to yank them <laughs> yank them suckers down. I'm going to have a belt. These, these are all fair questions. <laughs> I'm just saying I would have answers if this was my battle strategy. Do you, do you wear your belt super tight? I mean, I don't think. I'll stand up to prove it. I don't, I'm not wearing a belt. I don't think you could pull my jeans down. It took, it took six, uh, it took six tries to get them down about that's, two inches. That's, that's all, fair. that's all you need. And that's a serious problem. I, uh, that's why, you know, this strategy is why I've always hoped it wouldn't actually come to it. Well, sure. But if someone is, hope. someone is just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Here's just, the thing, Hans. It will come to it. <laughs> <laughs> if someone is just frantically screaming those things at you, though, are you going to want to fight that guy? I don't know. I guess your only real problem is what happens when you run up against somebody who has the exact same <laughs> strategy. <laughs> 
and then you're basically question. playing the uh, what's what's the what was the like chicken? You're playing yeah. chicken just to see who who breaks first. <laughs> you're, you're you're playing Dickin. <laughs> you're playing Dick and Tarly here. Yeah, uh, and you just gotta no. see where where it takes you. I don't know. Also, I speaking just... of of jeans, and this would probably even make them harder to get off. I don't know. I. This is an old story, but I, I don't think I've ever spoken to you guys about it. And it still confuses me to this day. I, this is probably two years ago, bought a pair of jeans, liked them. Went back to the store, was like, all right, I bought these jeans. They fit good. I washed them and then they still fit good, which is really the test. Which is really the test. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy another pair of these jeans. Grabbed, same brand, same size, same, you know, regular cut or whatever. It wasn't anything fancy. Uh, get home and realize that these jeans were button fly. Did you know they're still making button fly jeans? No, I don't. I don't actually know what you mean. What's button fly? There's no Instead zipper. Instead of they're a zipper, buttons. it's like four buttons. Isn't that chick jeans? Well, I mean, these were these were men jeans. Oh, well, I mean, isn't jeans? that what typically? I'm just. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never been a woman, as I said <laughs> a few episodes back, Jeremy. Okay, so wait, they have killing the, my Okay, I, I don't know if that would bother me. I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? So when you say buttons, like, it did, yeah, like it's just odd. I just didn't realize. Not like they're snaps. Still... Not like no, snap they're buttons. like no, not snaps. No. How many Pull buttons on. are there in the? I fly? think four. I think four. Holy fuck! That's a lot of buttons. Well, yeah. Well, yeah there's no zipper. Yeah, but think about like. Uh, I mean, you would really only need like one button in the middle. Right? Yeah, you're gonna want a relatively tight seal, I think. Yeah, I just just I, in case I don't you see just the benefit in, of it really. Just in case you get in a fight with anyone like me. <laughs> <laughs> Hans is like, oh, I see you rocking those butterfly jeans. Yes, <laughs> that's how that's how you choose your opponents. <laughs> I just I still love the idea that it just like that someone just like kind of get like. Someone just barely like nudges someone and like kind of looks around like, "What's your problem, buddy?" And then all of a sudden, bite his fucking dick off. <laughs> it's like yelling. <laughs> uh, 